Squinters Romac here, uh, here with one of our younger Squinters Bear. We went to the game today at Metricon. Um, Bear, who won today? Giants. How many goals did the Giants kick? Can you remember? How many? Nine. Nine goals. And how many did the Suns kick? Four. Four goals. And who scored the goals for the Giants? Um, Hamilton and, 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 and Jezza and... Yeah, Harry kicked a couple, Jezza kicked a couple. It was a good day at Metricon. And, and Toby did hurt his oh, yeah, well, leg. Yeah, Toby hurt his leg, didn't he? Yeah, and we were a bit sad about that, weren't we? Okay, yes. so never surrender. Never surrender. Good job. Giants community with a giant appetite for giant success. It's Sparrow here taking the reins again of the wild beast that is season 2020 of the Never Surrender by the Squinters podcast. And much like the sporadic form of the mighty giants with the unknowns of Palaszczuk's border lockdowns, mystery illnesses like septic arthritis, the bizarre possibility of a battle of the bridge in Perth and the strange likelihood of a grand final parade down the Esplanade on the Goldie. The Never Surrender by the Squinters podcast has been a mixed bag of confectionery in season 2020, and that's the way we like it. We're just playing what's in front of us. That's the nature of the beast. Sometimes a red skin, other times a green frog. You never know what you're going to get. Could be an underwater Zoom call across continents. Could be beers on the couch with the lads watching the footy live, a la last week with the growler. It could be a lazy Saturday night wine and Aryan between two uni mates like Mean Needles. We're mixing it up, we're agile, we're fluid, we are the squinners. We have plans A, B, C, D, E and F, just like the great Leon in which we trust. This week was scheduled to be Plan F, live from the unofficial clubhouse at the Palace Hotel in Mortlake, deep in squinners' territory, but with Victoria's inability to keep people locked up in quarantine. Beers in a pub aren't that easy these days, so it's the vanilla version this week. Plan A, the orange tsunami patching in from the couch... As I welcome the boys, welcome lads, tuning in from South Wimbledon and South Melbourne. Close enough. Up, <laughs> man, Mount Michael. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you for having me, uh, Sparrow. And, Fresh uh, off a glorious win over the rising sun. Yeah. Well, so, slowly yeah. setting suns at the moment. It started <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. but uh, they're on the way down now. There's it's a like, cloud like the, coming over. It's like the Star Wars sun in Star Wars, the second one, the kind of sick one that's just hanging in the... Yeah, you know, it, it stalls. Stalled halfway up. It feels a bit like the 2015 Giants. It's like a year off threatening the finals. Um, they're not quite there, but they started well, but they're, they're fading. And it, but it it's certainly really... a better, tra- better trajectory than the last couple of years anyway, where they Absolutely. sort of... Uh, Never even failed to get above the horizon. Oh, that's right. And they are playing, you know, in the sporting landscape where teams, professional teams go to die. So they're just, yeah. just, oh, by, oh. just by surviving, they're doing well, really. Yeah. And I'm excited. I think they've got a lot of potential, for, a, lot oh, of, yeah. a lot of exciting players and, and a couple of years, who knows. It's good for the comp. Good for the comp. Good for Absolutely. the comp. And there, it's the heartland of AFL at the moment. The old Metricon. Yeah, it's well, the new MCG. It's the cauldron. So, anyway, boys, we'll... we'll enough we'll, about um, them. Enough about them, more about us. We'll jump straight into the first quarter, issues of the week. So we obviously, along with the Swannies, had a quick getaway 
Um, Midweek, once we knew the border closures were uh, imminent, we had to jump on the plane and um, piss off out of there, out of um, Concord. How do we feel about that? I'm sort of feeling like our boys are pretty well placed to be be, uh, working away from home for quite a while given they don't have um, a lot of family commitments. There are a lot of young blokes who don't have wives, don't have kids. Um, what are your thoughts, boys? Oh, look, Sparrow, I'll jump in here straight away and say there's a reason why the Gold Coast is Australia's number one footy trip destination. <laughs> and that's for blokes, young blokes who play football with and without families. So our guys have got, you know, great rigs, great tans, great tats. Yeah. It's a match made in heaven. Pigs in mud. They couldn't, could be get a bit, couldn't be happier for them. They could they could add to the ink while they're up there possibly. Hundred percent. I'm expecting them to. I, mean, I think we. I think we're all expecting them to. In fact, in fact, my lovely wife uh, commented during uh, um, Dorsal's run in for his mm-hmm. set shot goal that she thought he'd had a bit of extra ink done on the on the forearm. I don't know if he's added a couple. Quite of possibly. Couple I know of he's done a lot of work in Bali. Face. Yeah, he's got the calf work. He's got the the forearm work. So. I just think there's been a bit extra shading on the forearm, and that may well be, you know, a product of this this match made in heaven. The there might be an internal. Uh, there might be an internal tattooist in within the. Um, there could the well squad. be. It's often a great way to get started. Uh, yeah. Amateur amateur tats. <laughs> it's great. It's a great gateway. It's a great gateway tat because then you've got to go to a professional and get it covered up. Touch <laughs> Yes. yes. Well, they're in the heartland there. I'm, I'm sure there's, uh, but they are probably locked up, not unable to go to day spas and tattooists. Well, so. true. Yeah, tell Trent Cotchin's wife that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, is there anyone in the squad who doesn't have a tat? Do you think? Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Maybe Cal Ward and um, Stephen. Uh, Lockie Whitfield. Ilio. There is oh, no yeah, chance true. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> who's the Who's the ruckman that left last year? Uh, oh, Kurt, uh, Dawson Simpson. Dawson, he was not an ink man either. He was, he was no. short back and sides and uh, very clean. But he's gone down to Myrtleford to play in the, the Ovens and Murray, and I think mm-hmm. you know he may need to get a few jailhouse tats. <laughs> Just to get some respect. Yeah, yeah. Dawson, no, he's a big and fan. That, and that is not a, a disparaging remark about Myr- the um, Alpine <laughs> Saints of Myrtleford. They are a, they're a great outfit. Tough league, Ovens and Murray. Very, yeah, it is, the O&M. Whew. <laughs> anyway, where were we? <laughs> so, we, yeah, I mean, I, I feel that the, the boys are probably uh, looking forward to a bit of time away from home, travelling together, mm. plenty of banter on those away trips. Um, who do you think would be the best bloke on tour to be with? What do you reckon, Mal? Could be Tobes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the, he's the default answer for everything. Yeah, yeah I, I think we were discussing before. I said mummy as well. I feel like he would. Mm, he'd oh, have yeah. a bag of tricks that he could call upon <laughs> in a in a in a Agreed. situation like the Gold Coast, a lock in. Mm. You know, he's a veteran the old of swordfish. Yeah, he's got <laughs> blokes. He's been going on footy trips longer than some of the guys in that team have been alive. <laughs> uh, he knows yeah, his true. way around the Gold Coast. He knows exactly how to get. Eke as much fun out of you know twenty <laughs> blokes locked in a resort as possible. So yeah, I'd so mummy, mummy's probably uh, he's probably number one. And the worst, who, who do you not want to be sharing a room with on the Goldie? As, as the Bartman appropriately sort of uh, alluded to, <laughs> same, same, might have been same. preempted early. 
Same answer. One way or the other. <laughs> when you yeah, just yeah. want to focus on footy, Mummy's probably not probably not who you I mean, Hita might be uh, the... he just got a bit of experience too touring, so he's probably up there. And he loves he loves his um his uh, games and banter, so he could get a bit uh, a bit long on the tooth. Well, look, a few weeks away. He's, he's also got that. He's also got that high energy style, doesn't he? He does. He's walking too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cooking something up. Just leaning on someone. Yeah, he's a yeah, exactly. And back on the mummy. I mean, anyone knows if you share a room or any sort of facility with a ruckman, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, rough, man. Like, it's just big units. Here we go. Like, Here we the, go again. The, the towels in the bathroom are always sopping wet. There's bloody hair. There's a lot of body. There. A lot, a lot of body to drive. A lot of body. That's what I'm saying. But like, that's a bloke you don't necessarily want to share with, you know. And right? you're not going to get the uh, bigger bed over him. No, he's no, always he's, going to get the biggest right. bed. You'd get hip and shouldered out of the way when you're approaching <laughs> the door to put your key in. You go in there. He's already pushed the two beds together and said, yeah. "You're on the floor." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so it's mummy for it's for the the most fun and the bloke you don't want to be with. It's also mummy. Yeah, I think so. Very true. Uh, he's from as well, so he'd be a bit of a bushy. Oh, you know? yeah, he'd be oh, rough. Mate. Yeah, like, you can imagine in a nightclub. He'd be good fun. Uh, another issue of the week, boys, Sammy Taylor, septic arthritis. What the fuck is septic arthritis? It's a bloody nightmare. Um, yeah, like well, I wish, I, I wish I hadn't read that article about it because yeah, <laughs> there's it something else to worry about, you know? And, I, was, uh, you know I was already so, one of about boys, aneurysms. Yeah, yeah, he said uh, his body was eating itself. One of the boys in the medical field said that, uh, uh, yeah, someone had come into the hospital with septic arthritis, and it was not. It's not a not. It's not something you uh, you want. It sounds pretty nasty. So hopefully, big Sammy Taylor. He's a big big fan of the pod and listening in. Mate, our thoughts are with you. Um, and uh, whatever you got to do to get rid of septic arthritis, get on top of it, buddy. I hope you didn't get it out of the Parramatta River. I mean, there's always a chance of that. Well, it's. It's a lot of the time, um, you know, the actual bug that they that they grow that was causing the problem is one that grows on your skin all the time. I mean, oh, right. Staphylococcus aureus, isn't it? Yeah, one you of have done time. some research. Excellent. Well, that's one of them. That's definitely one of them, Ross. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not necessarily that one. Um, and it's just a matter of it getting in under the skin and getting into a joint and and then it can sort of sit there for a while, dormant, and then until there's some irritation to the joint, which gets it going. And then once it's going, you can become very, very sick very, very quickly. So, so is he out for the season? I didn't read all that article from uh, Emma Quayle, but is that a season-ending thing or is he uh, well, months the, the compressed nature of this season, it potentially yeah. is. I mean, we, the article talked about how, how badly deconditioned it's left him. He's lost sort of 10 kilos. Yeah, um, just and a lot of back. Yeah, just, you know, the, the, uh, his actual sort of aerobic capacity and everything else, he'll be, he'll be really easy to fatigue at the moment. And he's probably, yeah. on, he's probably on continuous antibiotics for a, a little while longer. So he's probably got some sort of line in his arm and a little pump on his oh, belt man, that's, that's heavy. Would he, then also be at, would he also then be at higher risk potentially um, of COVID-19? You wouldn't want to put him wouldn't mm. want that double whammy, would you? Yeah, it's, he's probably not someone you you want to expose to something like that. But I, I, in some ways, so these hubs are quite. Yeah, but I think the hubs are probably kind of, in a way, quite safe because they're a controlled environment and they're getting tested regularly. Yeah. It's it's going down the shops at the moment that you you know yeah. Or the <laughs> probably take yeah, you off your own the, bloke, the bloke huffing and puffing on his lap of the tan that's you've right. really got to watch out for. 
I was at Flower Power today and there was no social distancing, let me tell you. Not surprised, Farron. <laughs> What's Flower Power? Hey, no. I'm a big gardener. I'm yeah, a big, big fan of the plants. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, oh, you look, didn't stop to sniff the roses, Sparrow. <laughs> That's the shit that could get us all in trouble. The, anyway, so he's, he's likely to be out for a while, but Lockie Keith stepping in. There was an article in the uh, Daily Telegraph today, or the Sunday Telegraph. I thought he's done beautifully stepping in, <laughs> apart yeah. from the, um, the brain fight against Brisbane where he gave away that free kick. The centre midfielder from Gympie. I had no idea on his uh, Mate, he's background. He's a soccer player. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that actually explains quite a lot about his approach <laughs> to the game of Australian rules football. Yeah. He's a good-looking oyster, and he's done bloody well. And I think he was like unlucky to not play the grand final last year, obviously with uh, Phil Phil's um, half-ass calf or whatever he had. Well, and I think we're all unlucky that he didn't. Because <laughs> he had an absolute so, blinder against the Pies. Yeah, I, I forget. Who, I forget who who he was on, but he dominated. And yeah, um, he's good. I love him. Yeah, yeah I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, another issue of the week. This is sort of issue of today. We obviously got Toby's hamstring. Uh, and Maddie Re- DeBoer's calf, is it? Yes, mm, Maddie's done something. got a hammy. Yep. Uh, they said hammy. I, I didn't see anything after the game, but. John Rath- uh, typically cagey about the exact nature of his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was. In, I tell you what, I was impressed that Toby went straight in for the interview with um, with the. Uh, it was on seven, so I might mm. assume it was on Fox, but um, he was pretty pretty loose talking yeah. about his injury after the game. But well, John the social Rath- media chick had guys saw on the oh, on yeah. the footage. The social media chick was wording him up early on as yeah, the siren was say. about to sound, being like. <laughs> You know, no, you got to go over there and chat to what D- Dicko um, yeah. with our broadcast partners. Um, yeah, fair enough. Oh, he's, and he's he's actually he's very good on the uh, camera these days. They love him. They, yeah, they do. Any ex-player commentator love absolutely him. loves. Tony. Have you noticed that change this year? There's been yeah, a massive, a, yeah, I totally remarkable agree. change in the uh, attitude towards Tabs. Yeah. now he's. Would you go so far as to say he's he a? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Would you go so far as to say he's a uh, footballer's footballer? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, that has been said. You get these guys like Dermy and yeah. Jonathan Brown yeah. and guys yeah. like that. They just froth Tobes so hard because yeah. like, he's that guy who's like a complete asshole to play on, but an absolute yeah. legend to have on your team. And that's, you know, we all know someone like that. Yeah, I've probably all played on someone like that, you know, who give you one in the ribs and be the first bloke over there after the end yeah, of the game to yeah, you know, have a beer with you. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, was this when I did this, mate? Yeah, yeah. 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 But um, the comment was made uh, at halftime: John Ralph, we can't, or the Giants can't win a flag without a fully fit Toby Green. Is that fair to say? That's pretty accurate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unpack. Uh, look, it's it's a typical, you know, blanket sort of line in the sand statement from a. From a washed up, insignificant journalist <laughs> whose opinion carries no weight. Yeah, clickbait. The fact is, every team, every team has is susceptible to significant injuries to significant players. It all comes down to who you know. Who's to say that we don't face off in the grand final against a team that's had an, an injury to their talismanic small forward? You know, Agreed. Brisbane I mean, without Charlie Cameron, Geelong without Patrick Dangerfield, Collingwood without Jonathan Dugowie, like. Yeah, the Tigers without Dusty. Exactly. Yep. So, I mean, if, yeah, if you were to say, please, that, mate. if you were to say uh, early last year that K 
the Giants, can they make a uh, final without their captain, Cow Ward? You'd probably say, no, they can't. Mm. Obviously, we could, did. Could the Bulldogs win a flag without Bob Murphy? Exactly. Well, they bloody did, didn't they? Exactly. They sure did. So, so I actually hate them. You're, you're wrong. You're wrong, yeah. Ralphie. Yeah. Put that one to bed. Oh, I, I actually completely agree with him. I, I think we're no chance in that That's why you're on him now. Um, final issue of the week is oh, I only just learned of this during the game from one of the commentators, but uh, apparently Leon is confirmed as the coach unofficially by Dave Matthews, CEO of the Giants, till the end of 2022. I'm happy with that. You lads, what are your thoughts? Oh, Mate, I'm not even sure we're going to make it to 2022 at this stage. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's if there is an AFL in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There may not even be an AFL. Yeah, so it's, all, it's hot you, If you're Dave Matthews, you're happy to bloody write checks like that right now, aren't you? <laughs> Unofficially. That don't mean nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there was something on that, um, Sparrow, that I didn't quite understand and yeah. I was hoping for some clarification from the more learned gentleman. I'm happy to give call. it. I'm happy to um, uh, speculate. They said there's something about, like, it's unofficial because there's something about soft caps. Is this a, yeah. a cap on um, sort cap of on. the spending? <laughs> The spending that's not directly on players. Because but man, this is but man, this is where you step in. Soft caps one hundred and one. Go. Basically, <laughs> what Leon, you got? Leon has to, Leon has to start bringing some money into the club. <laughs> is my understanding of what a soft cap means. Bums on so, seats. Yeah, bums on seats. That'll be one of his KPIs. And Excellent. if he fails to meet that KPI, he sees the bottom line start to drop. And that <laughs> that's how soft caps work, man. And then the unofficial contract gets torn up. Yeah, well, that's why it's unofficial. I think it's the same way that, like, Parramatta had, you know, Jared Hayne was getting three quarters of his salary from some, you know, tyre salesman in Parramatta <laughs> the, the season before he imploded, you know. Something to do with that. It may well be the steel workers of Blacktown. Of scrap Blacktown. metal. Yeah. We're back yeah. on the scrap metal. I've got metal. a fighting fund going. All right. So the outside many- the hard cap, making it a soft cap. No, that makes complete Leon's sense. primary KPI is bums on seats. How many bums on seats are you looking for as a minimum? I mean, well, that's what does he need to get into like, the bean store? Well, that's the genius of signing. Yeah, that's the genius of signing him right now in the current environment, Roland. Yeah, you're setting him up for it with a metric that he can't possibly meet. It's fluid. <laughs> it's fluid. It's loose. No, I'm happy with it. I mean, I, the more I have listened to Ross the Boss on AFL.com.au, I have. Quietly warm to him as a potential option, but um, I do know I'm a big fan of Leon. Growler is the one that always canes him, but um, I'm more than happy to get, hold on to him till 20, end of 2022, another another couple of seasons. By Ross the Boss, are you referring to Ross Lyon? I am. Mm. Oh my I thought God. he said he'd never coach Ross again. Lyon, I'm off. I'm We've off. put a line through him, have we? Yeah. I'll never, he, I'll never watch again if he ever coaches again. <laughs> he's put a line through himself and he's, he, you know. No, nah, I love him. Good, good on him. Oh, he's entertaining. He's made in a while. Yeah. He's, his game style's not entertaining. <laughs> yeah. If you his like losing, it's fun. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll put a line through Ross, but um, we, we don't need to speculate over alternative coaches anyway because we've got Leon for a while. Exactly. Boys, on to the second quarter. Match review. Um... I saw bits and pieces. I, was, I must admit, I was putting putting together a uh, bedside table, so I um, had other other duties. But I saw most of it, and the boys looked good. Didn't didn't fire on all cylinders at all times, but we did what was needed. Uh, well, the stat game. that I particularly like, 
He's, we led from start to finish, 80, uh, 89 minutes and three seconds time in front. And this is why you hear Suns stats. Zero. Zero minutes, zero seconds time in front for the Suns. Our boys, the mighty squinters, 89 minutes, zero, three seconds. Perfect. I'll, I'll watch any game like that, any time. Yeah. Oh, Although, I was just saying to Sparrow pre-pod that this, these shortened quarters just make for, you know, more angst-ridden watching for me. I find them way more tense because, mm. you know, two, even though you sort of know that a two-goal lead is probably worth more like a three-and-a-half goal lead in the standard quarter, it doesn't feel like that necessarily. So the whole time you're like, we spent a lot of time between 13 and 18 points in front, and that's a nervous yeah. zone for me with any yeah. more than three minutes to go in a quarter, I think. Yeah, so completely agree. Just angst, angsty. Yeah. I thought both teams were pretty scrappy. Yeah. Um, a, a, lot of, a lot of drop marks, a lot of um, errant kicks, a lot of poorly judged handballs. Yeah. Um, but we, and, and frustratingly, we spent a long time in our own forward 50s and, and not scoring. So yeah. I don't know what, the, what the, the, the metric on that would be, but we just sort yeah. of faffed around with it in we our did. own 50. Yeah. I mean, was that, was that pressure from them or was that... Um, yeah, I thought, they, I thought their back six... And in particular, there's one quite burly young uh, defender. I'm not sure who it is. Berwick? Probably. Uh, he was yeah. good. So, yeah. so they, they were desperate in defence, and we were yeah. too. Um, I thought both back sixes played quite well. Um, but we broke down across half forward, particularly in the first half, I thought. We, we like just kicked it to half forward, and then we turned it over there. because is that, like the, is that Toby not being there? Or is that but it may well have been. Or Toby not um, crumbing, not being that, yeah. that crummer, because... Harry, Harry and Jezza were often leading and trying to mark together. And, yeah. And it, the ball just came to ground and we weren't necessarily scooping on it early in the game. I think later in the game that changed. Mm. Uh, Brett Daniels was amazing. The, uh, yeah, he, he was very, very, very good. Stormy. One of the few clean players below his knees consistently all day. The commentators and, were absolutely frothing on Stormy. Yeah, that they last should. quarter goal, I think uh, Lockie Whitfield delivered to Harry, but uh, they were saying that that's all... Um, it was all Storm. Storms yeah. mm. big up in the middle. And, and it really was. He, yeah. He brings an intensity to the to the contest, doesn't he? He's just he's he's lively and up and about and yeah, well, chest can... out, little legs pumping away. Yeah, so yeah, he, he's very distinctive on field Stormzy. You know when it's yeah. Stormzy charging you know, in his round. And I thought um Sauce had a you know against probably yeah. not the best opposition in Sydney Uni's own Jared Witz, but <laughs> asserted himself right. quite well. No, he's good, but like yeah. um, compared to some of the other ruckmen in the comp, yeah. Um, but mm. Sauce needed to put in a good, solid performance. And he took yeah. some good marks, had a couple of telling hit-outs. He grabbed the ball out of the ruck late in the fourth quarter and threw it on the boot, which I'd love to see. Yep. Um, so good from him. You know, he's, he's upgraded himself from a, a crusty bottle of Rosella <laughs> in the cupboard to, you know, maybe a, a, he's crisp, a, decent cap, a crisp new bottle of Master Foods um, tomato <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Yeah, he's, not, he's, not Heinz, he's not Heinz tea sauce no, yet. He's, not, he's not in ketchup <laughs> terrain yet, Roland. <laughs> uh, hopefully you'll get there. <laughs> Mal, Mal, Mal Michael, mate. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Mal. <laughs> I think he's travelling all right, so, uh, big sauce. I mean, uh, interchanging, obviously, mummy coming in and sauce um, when needed. I think, it, I think it's working okay for us at the moment. So I think it was Rich A during the week said, we can't, again, we can't, blanket statement, we can't win a premiership with the ruck combo that we've got, but I disagree. I think oh, I think we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah, I disagree. And, it, and it, comments like that, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what, what, what motivates them. <laughs> Clickbait. 
Because it's fight. not like it's not like bloody Richmond of uh, winning the run or Geelong or... at the moment. Yeah, yeah. it's You've a got... very common issue in the league at the moment to have yeah. depleted ruck stocks. Yeah, a combo yeah. of shit ruckmen. No <laughs> offense. Yeah. yeah. Who, who is Port Adelaide's ruckman? Mate, no one knows. Exactly. Some guy's got his hair on. Yeah, Lysette's down there, but he's, yeah. he's injured. So, yeah, no, I think it's a bit of a first hit. It's a guy with a, bu- a peroxide buzz cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who, who is the Ports, Ports Ruckman. Because, no, yeah, Lysette has been doesn't matter. We yeah, don't care. Ruckman. Most so, yeah, I mean, the summary is we, it was, we didn't, turn, we didn't um, <laughs> rip the game apart, but we never really felt threatened. Yeah, and um, what do we have? The, the top six possession getters in the game... Really good to see Zach Williams back and, and one of yep. those possession getters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Was he? Yeah, but, yeah, okay. Yeah, and he provided oh. a lot of, um, you know, sort of stability and calm down back, across yep. half back. He's yep. one of those guys that can and go one step, 40 metre head high kick and hit a yeah. target. Yep. Um, and you, you, as, it's a real calming sort of action Presence. for the, rest of the team. Yeah. I'm loving Lockie yeah, the, down the, back. The pundits, yeah, the pundits on. Um, Oh, on the commentary on on the telecast, did say that you know, Zach Williams back there had provided a an improvement in the, the Giants' ball use, and I'd have to agree with that. So obviously, twenty twenty of those were kicks, and so it goes to Bartman's point that he just made there. Stats. The distribution is just better when when Zachy's back there directing no. traffic. I agree. It was a big in today, um, but I mean, not being able to rip the game apart, I think it is a credit to where the Suns are at too. I mean, last year we probably yeah, would've, they're not would've, a bad team. That's part yeah, of. We, we would have run away with that game, but they, they, you know, they've got that big um, midfielder from Adelaide. Mm. Uh, I forget his name. Not Lacocious? Nah, from, they flogged him from Adelaide. Uh, nah, not oh. coming to me. I think DeBoer was on him, but he, he was solid. Um, they've got, you know, they're, just, they're, they're a bit much better side this year, and, and they're not a walkover team where they just uh, drop the ball and heads go down. They're actually in the contest for the whole whole um, game. So I don't think it was so much that we were off. I thought they were just, they're just a better team. And yeah, whilst we didn't tear it apart, we um, never never really felt threatened to do what was needed. Yeah. It was a nice mature performance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That we never threatened. We didn't need to, you know, blitz them or whatever, but we are now a mature enough team to control the game from start yeah. to finish and, and, and I, keep it comfortable without spending too many fuel tickets because we'll need some fuel tickets over this press sort of uh, fixture. Yeah. Although one of the up. points the commentators made was the contrasting fortunes uh, with regard to the the draw of, of GWS and, and the Suns, which is we go Essendon on Friday night, then a bye, and then Sydney, um, Sydney over in the West. Perth, yeah. Whereas Perfect. Uh, Battle of the Bridge in yeah. Perth. Gold Coast, <laughs> Gold Coast have to play four games in 16 days, <laughs> starting from now. <laughs> So, that's all right, yeah. mate. They're young. They need they need the experience. Yeah, yeah I suppose so. That's one way to look. That's how I mean. Obviously, that's how you'd be spinning it if you're still a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you're yeah. Brandon Ellis or one of the you know the Swans' older head, I'm sorry, the Suns' older heads, you'd be like, oh god, yeah. I might I might need a strategic hammy. Um, yeah. Do you reckon over this thing. this next stretch of um, the footy footy festival or whatever they're calling it, where there's a game on every day, do you reckon the games are going to be like? No one's going to be going at 100, 110% where it's do or die for every contest. Do you reckon they're just going to be a bit in... Like, I felt that today where... You I know, felt the, the whole season's been like that since yeah. the lockdown to some extent. So, yeah, I, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, they're just... You, you want to win the game and you want it, But you know you're playing again in four or five days. So, 
yeah. you know, it's not Although, like... Yeah, I think the whole... I think everyone feels watching the season this year that it's just a bit different. Yeah. And maybe it's how hard at it they are. It, obviously, the score lines are dramatically lower than they have been previously. Yep. The skill level looks a bit low. Like the, it just feels different, and not and it's not just the sixteen minute quarter. So there's already or the lack of crowds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's yeah. big sort of structural factors, but also I think I definitely agree that it does the standard and the intensity feels lower. Yeah. And that, it's, it's, it's only going to go lower when mm. blokes are having to back up for yeah. days after a pre-season. Yeah, they're, they're really going to be testing the list depth, aren't they? I mean, it's something they talk about a lot in Premier League footy over here. They, yeah. should, they should have a gentleman's agreement where they're like, all right, let's play our bottom 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love yeah. to see that. That'd be great. Yeah. Just mix it up. In you come, boys. Well, yeah. we, we, we'd be good because our, our reserves are absolutely tearing <laughs> up. <laughs> no, I actually think the commentary on that has come down a little since uh, oh, the, boys are t- the boys are talking about it. Because I think the headline was uh, scrappy, s- scrappy game against the Swans a couple of hours after they got off the plane up in the oh, Gold right? So I think that might be li- big listeners. John's maybe, just to, maybe just to uh, really you, nice. you're exactly right, scrapping it out with the swans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, who have we got in the depth here? We've obviously got Bobby. We've got um, Bobby. Uh, help me out here. Jason Riccardi, mate. Oh, he's ready. He's for his first game. My my boy, Jakey Riccardi. I'm a I'm a, I'm a big believer in Riccardi. There was another good right. uh, re- recruit from um, from the from the draft too, wasn't there? From, uh, from that match report, actually, Jake oh, seems to get Green. better and better in a key forward role. And he does, yeah. you know. But having said that, we're very well served for key forwards in the senior list, given, you know, Harry yeah. Dorsal and uh, Jezza. But, yeah, Tom to... Green to come back in. Yeah, Tommy, yeah. Um, what's his... Uh, the the guy Shippley who... and Bobby Hill. Um, Jake, Jake Steen or Stein. Uh, Steen. Stein, Steen. Steen. Steen might have got a gig when... Um, <laughs> When Kef came up, but oh, uh, yeah. but hasn't done, and I, I don't know how far off Callan Ward is from coming back. Like we've got a fair bit. Yeah, and uh, who's our backup ruckman behind the the the, the sausage and the uh, tomato sauce? Who's the onion? Uh, good What's question. I want to say I don't. Briggs know. is it Briggs? Developing. He's developing. Is what he is. Yeah, he's got some work to do. Put it that way. Let me just test this button out. And and Matt Flynn as well, I believe, is a is a ruckman. Matty Flynn, that's according it. to this match report, yeah, Matt Flynn and Kieran Briggs are the two uh, rucks. Um, excellent. Being that mentored by the sauce and the mummy. Um. Just to unpacking the game, is there anything else we thought? I mean, I thought um, Hopper, he was solid. He looked really good. He had that uh, – did you guys see that, that, that point that he got where he side, did the dummy, sold the candy twice, couldn't quite put it through the sticks? thought he looked really good today. He did look he good. good. He, didn't, he didn't just look good on the field. Was he also interviewed at the end of the game and they gave him a bit of shtick about his moustache, his eyes moustache? Well, if you can call it that. <laughs> And that was I missed that. Yeah, it was nice. I'm I'm facially hair challenged, so I really appreciate <laughs> Yeah. So. It was right up your alley. Yeah, well I'm I'm, I'm, follo- I'm follically challenged, but not uh, facially hair, so I can pull that off. But I thought Torano and Hopper that they were angry, they were bull like. I love yeah, seeing yeah. those blokes back in the middle. Yeah. Uh, and I thought core, and I think it helps everyone when you've got that core back together. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, they built that midfield specifically because each of them plays a specific role within yeah. that. And it's a much better side when we've got all of them together. You know, you throw Zach Williams playing his role off half back into that. Yep. Um, but yeah, that does beg the question about having a sort of a plan B or being able to realign that midfield if not everyone's available. So something for young, um, <laughs> young Leon to be working on. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, um, who's the young fella? Um... Uh, got him in a draft two years ago. What's his name? Ash. Lucky Ash? No, not Lucky Ash. Midfield, Joe Caldwell. I thought he, oh, yeah. he's, he's developing too. He's looking he's looking much better. Yeah, he's pushing. It's a, it is a solid midfield unit, but... And, um, uh, I yeah, thought Himmel, Himmelberg as well, He, I thought he took, oh. a, took a step forward today. Yeah, we've needed yeah, Sometimes him. I think Harry doesn't get the uh, credit he deserves, but he has been really good for us all season. And um, he goes about his work quietly and diligently. But um, yeah, he's, so he was good best. today, in particular, crashing packs. I thought earlier yeah. in the game, we were, as I said earlier, crashing these packs and then the ball was coming down and we didn't have a plan to get the ball yeah. if we didn't mark it, which often is the case when 50 blokes go up for it. But yeah. then he took a beauty, you know, that he took a lovely um, chess mark with a little handoff to Jezza after the mark for the for one of our early goals, and he took another mark out on the lead from Lockie Whitfield, which is just a perfect you know key position forward play. Like you move early, the guy sees it, kicks to the space, you take the mark, you go back and you kick a reasonably difficult goal, 35, 40 meters on the angle, straight through the sticks. Yeah. You know, just a commanding goal, one that gives you a lot of confidence, gives the fans a lot of confidence. Yeah. Um, I thought he. I thought he took a step forward today. I thought he looked good. And Jez, Jez did. Did Jez get a goal today? Or didn't see? I him? did. He got the handoff one oh, from, yeah. from Himmelberg. One thing I thought Jez was good with today, and I think is was a feature of his game in previous campaigns that has been lacking this year. Is he's he's roaming all the way back down the wings today, which I haven't seen him do much this year. Although I might have missed it, but he used to do that. That used to be something he did quite a lot. You know, yeah. pop up on half back, and he'd be like, "What are you doing down there, mate?" You know. Get get on your bike and get back to full forward, and he can he's got the the motor to be able to do that. So, um, I think he does that when he when he recognises he needs to get himself in the game or get get his hands on the footy a bit more. So yep. he was doing that today, which is really you know you love that enterprising sort of mm. stuff from a, a a leader at your club and a key position player. So that was good. He's still not you know getting the reward on the scoreboard necessarily, but yep. you know, 2020 is a fucking weird year. So It is a weird year. Who's leading the Coleman? Tom Papley's still leading the Coleman, probably. Uh, no, no, I think uh, Josh Kennedy's gone back in front there. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. The, but it's, it, it, you don't have to have yeah. a lot of goals. I think it's 20, 21, 22 goals or something. Actually, and Harry Himmelberg's got 12 today, so um, yeah, right. 12 if seasons today. We so he's not we miles really back. If we organised, we would have looked up what the lowest Coleman uh, score ever was. And... Um, but we de- we we're not all that. We haven't I'll looked that up. Yeah. I'll cut the Look for that record to be broken this year, though. I guess is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It'll be if it's uh, small forward like um, Papley or uh, Charlie Cameron. It could be um, it could be a low scoring Coleman. Boys, um, moving on to third quarter. We've obviously got uh, next week's game, which is up against Essendon. We've got a couple of ex Giants in that. We've got uh, obviously Shield. We've got Devin Smith. We've got, I think, Tom St- uh, James Stewart, is it, up in the forward line. And uh, uh, the Ruckman, Andrew, what's his name? Yeah. yeah. Two. Uh, what's he, what's the big name? Rang. Yeah, the Rang. Um, Andrew, shh. can't remember his last name. Phillips. Phillips, yep. So there's a few boys there. A um, hmm. bit, of, bit of feeling. Awesome. I mean, as I said last pod that I did, um, 
all the giants that come up against ex giants that come up against us tend to do pretty well. So um, mm. could be an interesting game. Yeah, look, Essendon are a good team. I think are they still just inside the eight, or if they're not, they're sort of ninth or tenth, and they've got a game in hand because of that cancelled game against Melbourne. Oh, yeah, they just outside of the moment. Recent but form. Yeah. yeah, but they um, they'll be a step up from the Gold Coast for sure. So, but an important one for us to solidify a position in the eight. Is it up at Metricon? Well, it's in Queensland. I'm not sure if it's Metricon or the Gabba, but uh, you know, it's before we fly west. So. It is. Yes. It is at Metricon. Metricon, yeah. 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 And I've just, I've got some bad news for you, Bartman, on the um, lowest ever Coleman medal prediction. Uh, Kennedy is currently on 22 goals, and that is the lowest ever total. Really? What year was eight, that? 1897. Oh, I think yeah. one of the earliest, I think one of the earliest years of the, uh, the AFL-VFL. The AFL slash VFL, the fields were still a kilometre long back then. Uh, so... You had sheep yeah. on the paddock. That's right, sheep. <laughs> you had your cricket pitch. And then, yeah, yeah. The, you couldn't actually see one set of goalposts from the other. Uh, so, is it, hey, but, yeah, 22, it's, 22 it's, goals in 1897 was a fantastic effort. So yeah. whoever that it's not, was. It's not going to be 146 this year, is it, Peter Hudson, <laughs> no. 1970, <laughs> at, the other end of the, at the other end of the table? That was the that was the Harley That's block. That's a showman era of football. You know? <laughs> that, that was the basketball era. Yeah. yeah it's changed, mate. <laughs> It's changed. So yeah, we've got it's a Friday night, Friday night game, Metricon. There's a there's a double header on Thursday this week. Oh, this is this is a double header on Wednesday. Wednesday. I tell you what, the, the scheduling of the games plays havoc with your tipping competitions. You know, oh, you're mate. tipping one week and then missing yeah. half the games the next week. This is when you do want to sign up to Foxtel or um, Ko, yes. and we are looking for sponsors, Ko. Yeah. So feel free. I've got to say, as an overseas watcher. The AFL's live uh, app for 150 quid or whatever it is for a season. Yeah. Terrific value. Oh, you just watch every game, that. all the shows. Great and, you, and you can go back and watch them again if you want to. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's yeah, just on your iPad season. or something, is it? Or on the you can watch it on your computer? Yeah. Well, if you, if you have a digitally enabled TV, mate, you just oh, mate, you know, get, up, get your internet on your TV and away you go. <laughs> what do they think of next, eh? <laughs> so, boys, um, that's I'd that's a vaccine for this bloody COVID, mate. Well, that would that's be nice. It. Get them I'm on a, that. I'm uh, what? I'm 42 minutes away from uh, a, a legally enforced curfew down here in Melbourne. So <laughs> it'd be nice if we could wrap this can, up so we can go outside for for the last time until 5 a.m. Yeah, can you without being nabbed by the thought police? Can you sort your state out down there? There mate, you go. Not my state. <laughs> Can't believe I moved here. Fourth quarter, boys. Fourth quarter play. State is a territory boy. Yeah, exactly right. We're playing on at all costs. Issues that you want to bring up? Anything? Anything goes. There was talk in the chat during the game of a dystopia future. Bartman, take it away. Look, uh, <laughs> shit's getting real down here south of the border, and I'm worried. I think we all are that the end is not in sight. We need a plan for the the eventuality that the, the border never reopens and all these teams... Real possibility. Are, real possibility at this stage. Mm. Uh, all these teams that are currently out of the border, out of Victoria, sorry, are never allowed to come back. In, if, in that setting, where do we house them? Where do they go? What are they, how do they mm. rebrand themselves? How do they, you know, reorient for season 2021 from a new base? And well, I've already water, volunteered water, water. Bell Conan in the ACT as the home of the Magpies. And I think... 
we need to start thinking about this. And I'm sure the clubs, deep down in the you know hierarchy of the football departments, they all have a plan B for what if we can't go back to Melbourne. And I, I think that's a great. I, I think, think that is Canberra a great is a topic. beautiful is a beautiful destination. So you're well, talking the Tigers already play at Alan Richardson Oval, mate. So that's a that's a simple one. It's, it's Tigers Robertson Oven. Robertson Oven. Oh, maybe it is. Wagger, isn't it? But I could be wrong. Could be. Anyway, well, there, there was talk about Tari Tigers. Have been there. Tari Tigers. Nah, mate, I think Wagger's, we've got to get got a perfect opportunity okay. for Tasmania to get a team. Tasmania, obviously, oh, yeah, need definitely. one. Get, mate, chuck a couple of teams down there just to shut them up, you know? Yeah, okay. So you're, you're giving two to Tassie. I think Tamworth... I think Tamworth is uh, <laughs> deep in the heartland of AFL. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll take the ruse. How you got the given, ruse? That's fine. Given there, is a, given there is a kangaroos there at the moment. Yeah, uh, ruse. Uh, so we're doing Tigers in Wagga. Bill yep. Cronin have got the pies. Yep. Uh, Darwin, Bom- Darwin Bombers. Yep. Tullabajil. You can have Carlton. Uh and, I feel uh, like Mount Gambier deserves a team. Who can we send that over there? Maybe the Ruse, someone. Yeah. Oh, no, did we have uh, Tamworth Ruse? Yeah, no, the yeah, Tamworth yeah. Ruse. Uh, Western Bulldogs, maybe? Thank yeah, you. yeah, That's yeah, quite yeah, West. Exactly. So. Mount, the, the Mount Gambier, the Mount Gambier Bulldogs. <laughs> I feel they'd fit pretty well in Canterbury, in <laughs> Sydney. I actually think oh, Wagga would, could yeah. accommodate more than one team, Roland, as well, just to oh, and really it. stoke up a bit of inter-Wagga rivalry on a Friday yeah. night. <laughs> so who else would you have out there as well as the Tigers? Who's a traditional rival of the Titans? Well, Carlton, obviously. Carlton right. and Richmond right next door to each other in Melbourne. They'd be, they'd be perfect. Put them in Wagga. Yeah. yeah. You, you can have, you can have Carlton um, at like one of those uh, Cookardinia or uh, <laughs> yeah. the, rock, the Rock. The Rock. <laughs> Somewhere like that. Just yeah. really... Gan, Gan, Grong, Grong, Grong. Yeah, Grong, Grong. <laughs> Wrong, wrong blues. Just change, change the two C's on their jersey to two big G's. It, it writes itself. Uh, <laughs> grong, grong. Yeah, they, have, we, have we covered all Melbourne sides there? We've got. Oh, uh, we covered most of them. I think we've dished, dished off the blues. The bombers, the I think we're going to send the Bombers to Darwin. Yeah, no, that's, that's signed yeah. off on. In fact, we should send them to the um, Tiwi Islands and Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody can. I think that's know, a great idea. I can. Get them going up there. Show them the They're yeah. already a team, I think, in the NTFL, so it makes sense. I think we've. I think we. You know, we need a plan because at the moment, clearly, it's not. I can't it's see them coming not back. Going back down there. Yeah, I've adjusted, and I feel like the rest of Australia <laughs> needs to get behind this as well. As long as there's day spas. Well, yeah, we've got to got to look after the wives. Yeah. So there's a very nice day spa, uh, Main Street, uh, Wagga Wagga. What's the main drag day? <laughs> Baylor Street, mate, and then it turns into yeah, Baylor. Baylor Street, and then turns into Fitzmorris further down. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's Fitzmorris there's a, Fine Nail Salon. There's a business she's opportunity right there. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Trent Cotchin's wife should be fine. That's sort of out. Yeah. All right, boys, that was beautiful. I think that's uh, fourth quarter wrapped up. Any other issues? Anything? Uh, any well, other issues? Just you want to bring quickly, up? what was Nathan Buckley's uh, indiscretion that he that oh, everyone said that he sort of said that's okay. Thank you he for didn't get a day spa, obviously. <laughs> no, no, something far worse, Roland. He, as as Eddie Maguire has apparently put it, you know, in relating it to the steel side bottom indiscretion from earlier this year, he, uh, you know, had a bit too much to drink, woke up on a couch, wandered out through the wrong door, and ended up on a tennis court with Alicia Mollick. <laughs> Could have happened to anyone, mate. Could have happened to anyone. <laughs> 
And that's that's literally what happened. Him <laughs> and one of their assistants played doubles tennis with Alicia Mollick and someone else. Let's so is it tennis not allowed? Or well, not outside the bubble. Not, or is it just that's not doubles? Bubble. No, it's bubble, mate. <laughs> Nathan's in the bubble. Alicia's outside the bubble. Is yeah. that the $20,000 fine that he's got for that? 50000 for the club. 50. And he, Buckley and the other assistant, can't remember his name, are going to pay twenty five grand each. Wow. It is alleged. Wow. <laughs> so he know, woke up on the couch, <clears throat> grabbed his tennis racket and some balls <laughs> and stumbled out the wrong door to play. That's, that's what Eddie Maguire would have you believe, brother. <laughs> Kitted out in tennis kit with tennis, you know. Hey, mate, it could happen to anyone, all right? It could happen to anyone. <laughs> We've all had hangovers like that. Yeah. The number of times I've woken up and found myself playing tennis with an Australian professional tennis player. And Grand Slam winner. Yeah. It's just your average yeah. Sunday. Doubles. Yeah. Doubles yeah. Grand Slam, right? Oh, no, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Sam Stoza, sorry. Yeah, yeah, come on, mate. Sorry, mate. Sorry. I think Mollick might have an Olympic medal, but... Tennis. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, that's been fun for another week. Um, Sammy Taylor, look after yourself. Mm. Get rid of that bug. Uh, Cogs, well done today. The pack. The Baxter pack. I think that's what they call the thing that gives you the uh, antibiotics continuously. Yeah. Get, stay on it. I had one of those a couple of years ago. I had to yeah. Around with it. Hopefully they can strap it. Hopefully they can strap it into that little pocket in the back of the jersey where the GPS goes. <laughs> yeah, get rid of the GPS and just put the antibiotics in there. Right. I don't want Sammy Taylor going more than twenty-five meters from the goal square, the defensive goal square. So he doesn't need the GPS. He doesn't need the GPS. All right, boys, this is it. Wrapping it up. That's it for another week. Never surrender. Never surrender. Great pod. Never surrender. See you next week. Thanks, Giants community, for tuning in for another week of squinting banter and Giants glory. Remember to keep your masks on. Stay safe out there. Join us on the socials. Uh, on Twitter, we are the squinters. And on Instagram, we are GWS underscore squinters. And, of course, visit the website, thesquinters.com. Send in your comments, questions, and pics for the wall of glory to Pod at gmail or jump on the website and use the contact form there. Thanks, guys. It's been glorious. We'll see you next week. the games next hardest working player maybe Coniglio and Coniglio's had uh, 13 Just got it right. I'm getting it right. Stephen Kenny, I
Smith with Stephen Kinnealio for another.